When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gators Breakdown, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. We are live here at the Coach Billy Napier 2023 Speaking Tour right here in Orange Park with the Clay County Gators. My good friend Brandon Ayers joining me right here on Gators Breakdown. Hey, Brandon. It's first time on. First time live stream. It is. For me as well. Oh, on, really? on location somewhere. I love that. So there we go. There we go. So got it going right here with Brandon to let you guys know about uh, Clay County Gators. But Billy Napier here, 25 years for you guys, right? It is. It's been 25 years that we've been a club. We're actually the 100th Gator Club uh, in this group and affiliate groups uh, and club groups. So it's um it's been 25 years we haven't had a sitting coach here. We've had Steve come in a couple times because his parents were charter members of us as well, Steve Spurrier. Um, but yeah, 25 years. What better way? It's awesome. Billy it's Napier. Awesome. Yep, going to be speaking here in probably hour, hour and a half or so uh, when he, he'll walk through the doors and uh, get to speak to the Clay County Gators and all the surrounding areas here. But Brandon, let's get to it uh, and what you guys for Clay County Gators do, you know, for the you know for the university for students out there or prospective students of the University of Florida. Absolutely, yeah. So we are a 501c3. Um, we are a 100% UFA affiliate club. Um, we do all fundraising for our general scholarship fund. So we basically fund anywhere between nine and 10 scholarships a year with all of our efforts in Clay County and all of the events that we're doing. We're actually spring out and outside of uh, Clay County now. We're getting over to Gainesville, doing some pretty cool things with uh, you know the F Club last weekend. We did Chomping yep. with Champions and had Major Wright there speaking. You know, we're getting to do things like this. We have our golf tournament coming up April 30th, um, and it's just a great opportunity. We, we called it this year kind of the year of the Gator. Like, this is yeah. the year of Clay Gator over here because we've just been really having a lot of great opportunities. And for UFAA and the boosters to give Clay County a chance to have coach, we're so honored and we're so thankful for our people to be able to come out and do this. I mean, we're a smaller to mid-sized club, and we're going to put 250 people in this room tonight. That sounds awesome. that sounds good. And Brent, talk about some of those events that you were that you were talking about. You know, you, you guys go to Gainesville for basketball games. You'll you'll take a bus down there, a bus for baseball games that's coming up. So, you know, if you're not a member, if you're around the Jacksonville area, the Orange Park, Clay County, St. Augustine, uh, Middleburg, Keystone, anywhere around Northeast Florida, you could be a part of the Clay County Gators and a lot of these cool events that you guys do. Yeah, I mean, we started our bus trip about six years ago, and it was the first one we'd ever done, and we really didn't know what we were doing. We were like, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to figure this out. We're going, we're, It's going to be awesome, and uh, we're going to try. And that thing has turned into something that we are just so proud of because, honestly, we, we put it up, and it sells out within 24 hours. And we have like, oh, let's switch it and go to two buses. And we're like, no, 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 because we want to keep the production the same. And it's just like I tell people all the time, I get so excited because it's like I get to do really awesome things with the Clay County Gator Club while helping students. But I also get to bring like 50 or 60 of my coolest friends with me. You yeah. know, And that's like what we love to do. We get all the good and we get to have fun doing the Gator stuff. So, yeah, um, Billy Napier is going to be speaking to the club tonight. And you know, if you're even if non-members, you know, if you're listening to this now, you still got a little while to get here. Uh, you walk in and 
Absolutely. Yeah. We'll take you. Um, we may not be able to give you food because uh, <laughs> I think we only bought for two fifty, dollars man. We're, we're there. We got a lot of walk-ups tonight. But you know what? Come out. You can take part. We got a sea of wall of orange and green, orange and blue, and we got a nice green grass wall over there to take photographs underneath and neon cool stuff. I mean, it's just this is a, combina- a compilation of just amazing amounts of dedication and work by CCGC. One more thing, Brandon. I'll let you go so you can go uh, mingle with your with, with the club members. Billy Napier, yeah. going into year two, uh, year one, you know, ups and downs, big win to start off with, and then you know, inconsistent season. But uh, of course, speaking here tonight, what are you looking forward to hearing, and what are you looking forward in year two for Billy Napier? Yes, I think it's all for me. It's expectations, right? We've we've set these expectations of our coaching staffs in the future to just come out and start winning national championships. You you don't build a home without having a concrete foundation and you got to build the walls and the roof and everything else. And I, and that's really what I'm, I'm wanting to hear from him is how is he, where are we at in that phase? Right. Where are we at? we got, we got the foundation done. Hopefully the walls are up. Now let's go. <laughs> so, you know, we got a great, we got that DB room popping off. We got a great quarterback coming in next year. So where are we at? We got the insulation. Yep. We got plumbing. Where are we at? Yeah, there we go. And uh, hey, this might be a patient hire. I mean, uh, look behind the scenes, you know, you hear a lot. I hear a lot. Things could be going on better in that aspect of it. Of course, it means wins, you know, wins and losses are what matters, but you know, maybe a patient hire, he, like you said, he's got to build it up that way. And like you said, I, I think we'll hear a, a good bit about that process. I mean, kick, changing gears a little bit and, and you know, kicking it over to the NCAA basketball stuff that we're just getting through now with the Final Four and all that. I mean, you, look, at, look at FAU. Yeah. That was a patient hire. You know, and they took them to the took them to the promised land there. You know, so it, it, I think patience pays, and uh, we're, we can we can get there. I think this hire is the right hire, because you can't you can have a great football coach, but if you got a better person in that spot, your university and everything else that you do, because we're not just a football school, we're, we're an everything school, and top five university and all that. If you got a great person in that spot, that's going to help all that, and still get our wins and losses <laughs> figured out, because we definitely need more wins than we do losses, but. You have that. I think that foundation I talked about is is just going to get better and better over time. Yeah. Brandon, I believe that. Yeah, I've had a great relationship with you guys. Um, you know, coming speaking at your events and stuff. Let everybody out there know if they're in the Northeast Florida area, not that far of a drive, how they can help you guys and join Clay County Gators. Absolutely, yeah. Our general scholarship fund is our main goal, right? And we're every event that we do, we have we have solid goals that we set for those to be able to help these kids that are going to the University of Florida from Clay County and from other places too because really the thing is with our scholarship is as long as you have a member and a sponsor in Clay County Gator Club that is a member here or a sponsor here, you can actually apply for that scholarship as well. So we help kids that are going to the University of Florida. That's our main goal. And the way that we have done that and the way that we figured out how to do that is through a Amazing events with our amazing friends and family here at Clay County Gator Club. So if you want to find us, find us on all the socials. We're at our Facebook, of course. We're all where we have our uh, Instagram page. We have our Twitter pages. You know, um, yeah. I mean, find us anywhere around, and we we definitely would love to have you come out and and be part of what we're doing here. Absolutely, absolutely, Brandon. Thank, thank you, for, thank you, man. Go have Appreciate fun. You. Go have thank fun. Big, 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 big night for you, you, man. Big it night. It is. It is. And we're again. I just want to say so thankful to you for coming out. I mean, you remember we came out to some of your first events, <laughs> yeah, right. man, and we've been a supporter of yours for a long time. We've been kind of growing together all these last few years. I, I tell you what, I mean, and there's no better person I'd want to grow with, man. Your podcast is always top notch. I love the way you do things. Thanks, I, I thank you so much for coming out here, man. I appreciate you very absolutely, much. You know absolutely, absolutely. You're my guy. All right, Brandon Nayers. Thank you, guys. Go Gators. Clay County Gators right here joining us on Gators Breakdown. So, all right, there we go. Uh, as I said, or in, in, in the title of the episode, uh, we are going to have some Q&A. Uh, asked my Gator Breakdown Plus members for some questions. 
Let me readjust here. Before we get started. But yeah, a lot of the, a lot of questions sent my way. And there, much better. Just getting that out of the out of the view. Won't be all the lights and the setup I have on the home studio if you're watching us on YouTube, watching us live. But yeah, so let's get into some questions about uh, spring practice uh, so far before I let you guys go. Kind of unique episode here of Gators Breakdown. As I mentioned, Gators Breakdown Plus members sent in questions for this and you know, kind of helped me fill some time here uh, as um, – as we get, I will be speaking not here live on this, but to Coach Napier in just a bit at a media session before he speaks to the uh, Clay County Gators here. So let's get to it. Mr. Burgers, with the success of the running game last year, is there room for it to be even better? Obviously losing a couple pieces on the line. But now it seems like we have more depth, along with the running back room seems to be deeper. You anticipate improvement in that aspect of the offense when it was already better than we thought. <laughs> It's a good question. You know, this run game, it can get better. It absolutely can get better. And you know, I shared it when we were talking about the running backs not long ago. You know, uh, about, you know, what the difference was in wins and losses. And I wish I had that graphic still up. But, of course, you know, it was the yards per carry and the losses were way, what, four yards less, I think, than it was in the wins. So, of course, you know, and that was counting Montreal Johnson and Trevor Etienne. That wasn't counting Anthony Richardson's numbers. That wasn't counting uh, anybody else. You know, we're just looking at those two running backs. Those are the two guys that return, uh, you know, coming up this year. So, uh, of course, I think, you know, uh, focused on those guys and, you know, what they could probably do to improve. And, look, Trevor Etienne, of course, true freshman, uh, burst onto the scene. Montreal Johnson, he has been tearing it up this spring. A lot of big-time runs, a lot of long-distance runs uh, for him this spring, both running backs, of course. But now you get add Cam Carroll. Now you add Trayon Webb. Gives you a pretty deep running back room. Now you don't have to force Trayon Webb in there. If he goes out there and earns his carries, you know he's earned it because he's out there competing with a Montreal Johnson and a Trevor Etienne and Cam Carroll. Everybody, look, that highlight of the, the scrimmage last week, there's a number 27. And he's running over people. And that's not Damian Pierce. That's Cam Carroll out there running over, uh, making Miguel Mitchell, you know, a starting safety there for the Gators miss a tackle. So, you know, big time move there. So this running back room is, I, I think, uh, in some ways, maybe even deeper uh, this year than it was last year when we were looking at it, when you had Demarcus Bowman and Lorenzo Lingard. And we were wondering how, you know, they would fit in with Montreal Johnson. And we didn't even know about Trevor Etienne a year ago and what he was going to become. So, I do think the four Florida has this year uh, are pretty deep, but maybe more consistency. You know, there were in the losses last year, you know, the, the Florida run game, you know, the LSU game uh, comes to mind when besides the Montreal Johnson long run for a touchdown, run game was pretty much shut down. Shut down versus uh, Vanderbilt later on in the season. I mean, so, you know, there are games where you'd like to see a little more consistency and maybe even more five, six-yard runs instead of, you know, the, the big runs and then all the rest of the runs go for two, three yards. Um, not a lot of tackles for loss. You know, I'll give them credit there, but maybe a little more consistency in the five, six, seven-yard range uh, and, and set up easier conversions because there was also, you know, translate that to there were too many times last year when Florida, it may be four down territory, but it's third and two, and that run goes nowhere, setting up a must-go-get fourth down. Uh, so maybe even some 
situational running, better third down running, and go convert that first down and not have to rely on your doing that you're doing it on fourth down. Uh, I think is another aspect these, that this run game can get a little bit better in. Uh, but I'm I, I'm excited uh, for it. The offensive line, of course, is going to come into play too. We'll see uh, what happens with Mike Mazuka and how fast he can return. We've talked about the offensive line a lot the last couple of weeks, uh, especially because of the, the, the injuries and the, and the transfer news there with Mazuka. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I, there, there's plenty of depth there. I think, you know, as long as those guys stay healthy as well, as long as this Florida offensive line doesn't take a huge step uh, in the injury category, I still think they're okay uh, in, in, leading this, in leading this run group. And, of course, hopefully we can have a quarterback that can open up some running lanes for them by, 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 by completing some passes and, and making defenses worry about the pass a bit more uh, and not having to stack those boxes. If you can't stack the box versus – this running, this running game, start adding those big carries and those six, seven-yard carries together instead of those big carries and, you know, one, two, three-yard carries. So um, I think, you know, third down running, better situational running, be a little more consistent in the five, six, seven-yard range and, and start busting those runs a bit more, uh, I think. And let me not forget, don't want to forget this one, pass catching. Pass catching ability for the running backs. Can we see that unlocked with maybe even uh, a quarterback that can hit, hit that a bit more? You know, when we did see Anthony Richardson check down last year, there was a lot of success there. Can we see that on a more consistent basis with a Graham Merch, Jack Miller, Max Brown? Uh, I do think the running backs being used in the passing game, even by design, uh, maybe a, a bit more this year. Um, maybe more part of the offense as long as the quarterbacks are there to, to, to get them to it in that design. So uh, I am looking for you know just an all-around improvement year two under Billy Napier to learn more of these players, what he has. Of course, he knows what he has in Montreal Johnson, knows what he has in Trevor Etienne. You can build on that, and I think building in the passing game can help there as well. So, all right, let's go uh, to Josh. Does someone like Russ Callaway, who comes from the air raid, have any input on scheme going forward? That's something I do want to um, probably ask behind the scenes a bit more. Of course, I think he certainly is involved. Uh, but he was, you know, he was on the staff last year as well. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not so sure now being the tight end coach, uh, how much more input he would have in, uh, say, in scheming and you know, maybe play calling, maybe coming up with the you know, the game plan during the week. Certainly with his offensive coordinator resume and throwing the ball all over the place at the FCS level, there's some, there's something to unlock there uh, and, and get his opinion about uh, in building this offense. I'm sure that's part of the reason Billy Napier brought him in to begin with. Uh, so I, I do think if you can take advantage uh, of Callaway and his, his football background and his background in calling plays, and throwing the ball over the field, absolutely. I, I think if, if you find one of your quarterbacks are capable of that and opening up this offense, then you bring in Callaway at the same time to kind of hone his passing concepts that he was able to have a lot of success with as an offensive coordinator. All right, let's keep it going. The big master says kind of a general question, but it relates to the current quarterback battle. How much arm talent are you willing to sacrifice in order to have a mobile quarterback or should we always stick with the superior passer? Ooh, that's a good one. We'll go back and forth a little bit on that one. Um, so with Napier, of course, last couple of quarterbacks, Levi Lewis, Anthony Richardson, athletes, can run and throw. 
Now, probably average throwers, really good athletes. Anthony Richardson, elite athlete. Um, but if you have more, and I guess if you're maybe taking a look at the current quarterback battle. Now, I do think a, a, a Graham Mertz, a Jack Miller, certainly Max Brown, very athletic. He's very athletic. I think Miller is athletic. Mertz is athletic. Not to the effect of uh, Anthony Richardson, of course, or even a Levi Lewis uh, that, that Billy Napier had at Louisiana his last few years. Um, it's a very interesting question because I guess of the of the type of offense Napier wants to run. And I think if you base it on the 49ers offense, just say, um, give me give me a quarterback that can make that pass first, uh, especially with this run game that Florida has with the running backs and the offensive line. You can let them carry that. And I don't know if, if you you know if you can go get the perfect package. Of course, that's better. And I think that's what we're getting with DJ Lagway, you know, <laughs> coming up uh, for, for for the twenty four quarterback. That's that's where it's going. You know, he is a both. He is a passer and a runner. I mean, you're getting the total package in a DJ Lagway. But you know, going to the question here, how much arm talent are you willing to sacrifice in order to have a mobile quarterback? For me, none. I I go at least for this quarterback battle. I say give me the guy with the better arm because of the run game that you have behind him. That's where I go with it. Um, And I think too many times last year we saw just because of the lack of arm talent at times from Anthony Richardson, the offense would just sputter. Um, Now, of course, that's when you'd hope the the running game would take over. And at times it did last year, but at times it didn't. That's when Florida would get into the late first half and not be able to do much or early second half and not be able to do much. Well, now – you know, yeah, hopefully that run game is taking a step in Billy Napier's second year. And I think you go with the quarterback that can that that, that, that can keep the chains moving on uh, with, with this offense. Uh, I said, give me give me the guy who's the better passer this time around. I mean, I, look, don't get me wrong. I think I think that he went with the better passer last time. I still think Anthony Richardson's a better quarterback than Jack Miller just based on arm talent still. So last year, he went with the guy who can move better and the guy who can pass better. This year, it may be – Graham Mertz may still be, all in all, still a better passer than the other two. Not quite the athlete as a Max Brown, but Max Brown doesn't make up the gap, you know, with his athleticism to take over the arm talent of a Graham Mertz. That's how I think it shakes out. But, you know, it, it, it may be – it may be where Billy Napier goes with just because of what we've seen recently goes with the uh, goes with the athleticism instead. Uh, and just uh, I see the chat going on, and just because we're talking quarterbacks right here, is Austin Simmons from Peyton Roddenball. Let me see. Yep. Okay. Uh, is Austin Simmons reclassifying the twenty twenty three? That is the. Uh, 2025 quarterback right now, Austin Simmons, but there is some talk that maybe possibly uh, that could come down the road. He already has his high school credits. He's already taken college-like courses. Uh, He would be in line to reclassify the 2023 if he wants to. So certainly, certainly a storyline to follow in the recruiting world. All right, let's go to Swagadelic right here on Gators Breakdown Plus. This should be a fun one. Who are your top two freshmen that you think will play a large role, like break into the two deep this upcoming year? Top true 
freshman. There we go. Too deep. Okay. You got to go receiver first, right? You got to throw a throw a Andy Jean out there. You got to throw an Aiden Mazel out there. I think at times those guys will be on the two deep. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Trayon Webb at running back. I know we we know Etn Lontro Johnson. That's not a shot at Trayon Webb. By the way, <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't see it there on defense. Hey, certainly in the secondary, you have true freshmen already, already on the two deep at safety already. Just because of the numbers and the transfers away there, safety is filled with them. So your 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 Bryce Thorntons and your Jordan Castell, who has been playing pretty well this spring as a true freshman, is somebody I think to look out for. He's already on the two deep, already on the two deep for 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 safety. So just by just by default, it's there for <laughs> just for the for, for the secondary. So you know, can you, you bring somebody like a, a D. John Johnson at the maybe the nickel spot as a true freshman? I think that's certainly a possibility. Maybe even one of the corner spots. Jakeem Jackson, he's already on the two D. He's cornerback three right now. Maybe even cornerback two right now. So absolutely, Jakeem Jackson, the receivers, a Jordan Castell. Those are the ones that probably come to mind a little bit first for me as far as that goes. Now, defensive line, that, that, that was one I, I'd find interesting. You know, could you see a, let's see, a Kelby Collins, a TJ Searcy? You know, because of the transfers, you know, defensive tackle, you only really brought in Will Norman. He's not going to crack the two deep there on, on the interior at, at this moment, I wouldn't think, but no, no shot at him really either. Of course, but I can see an edge. But now you have Princely. If you check out the most one of the most recent episodes of Gators Breakdown, he's moving to edge now, so it gives you a little bit of depth there with Powell Ryland and Umendi Ellen. Okay, there's your top two. Um, don't see anybody breaking through there unless some injuries happen there. So uh, yeah, I, I, I do see it. Wide receiver, of course, I think it happens there. Safety, I do see it there as well. Those are the positions I'd be looking for uh, at the same at, at that time. Uh, Duck also says, who are your early candidates to break for breakout players on offense and defense, any class? Oh, guys, you know, I'm walking right into this one, but you know, breakout player, Arliss Boardingham at the tight end position. I'm not, I, I, you can tell even before the spring, I was a little high on Arliss Boardingham at the tight end position, and I'm going to keep it there. Uh, he is going to, he, to me, he's going to be a breakout player for this Gator offense, for this Gator team right there at the tight end position. Absolutely, I think he's one. He's the one I, I'm pointing to. Uh, and also Jake Slaughter along the offensive line. Uh, I'm trying to go through names I even previewed, even coming into spring practice, and he is one. Uh, the, absolutely. I think he, he he's going to be maybe, I don't know, quite the high as what we saw from Austin Barber last year. Probably, probably not, but a name I think we'll see plenty along the offensive line. Uh, in relief for some other players, and maybe even starting some games along the way as well. So Austin Barber, uh, I mean, Jake Slaughter along the offensive line, the breakout player, Arliss Boardingham. There's there, there's my two. There's, there's two uh, for offense, and I kind of maybe even already went through it uh, a bit on the on the defense. Is Shamar James cheating? I mean all SEC, but maybe even elevating that a bit more, where I think he's going to be an SEC breakout player. Not, not a freshman breakout player. He is going to have every opportunity at the linebacker spot to be a breakout player. I think he's going to be one. Chris McClellan's another one. I, th- I expect a huge jump from those two true freshmen last year, Shamar James 
and Chris McClellan. Absolutely. I do think probably taking the easy way out there <laughs> a bit. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to label those two uh, breakout players, and I am going to put it on a true freshman as well. I do think we see a lot from Jakeem Jackson, the cornerback, whether he breaks cornerback. You know, Devin Moore kind of nursing that injury, uh, that shoulder injury a bit, a bit limited uh, through contacts uh, throughout spring. I certainly could see him uh, breaking out um, as a true freshman. Uh, so eager to see that. Eager to see that. You know, going through what we're hearing in the spring and, and, and him creating turnovers there uh, for this defense all throughout spring practice as a true freshman. So, all right, there we go. Uh, one more from Poetzer. I won't go too deep into this one because it's got we got some time. We got some time for this one, uh, kind of going towards the season. But over under eight wins in 2023, what are you taking? He goes, I'm on under. He says, give him – the under at six and a half. Uh, okay, so he's thinking about six wins there for the Gators. Over under for eight right now. Man, eight's about where I'm at. That's that. That's the, the crazy thing. I'm at now just because of what Florida has on the roster and all the youth. If I go eight and there's an over under, I probably right at this moment, don't kill me for this, would probably go under. Um you know, only because I'd see seven more more likely than nine. That's probably where I'd lean on that. But I think eight's probably that sweet spot number. Uh, I think the thing's going okay uh, for, for Florida, but plenty, plenty, plenty of time uh, for that uh, to, to, to get into that. So one more from Peyton Roddenball before I got to go. It's getting loud in here and got to go uh, uh, do, you know, the, the Napier press conference beforehand. Khalil Jackson, does he get more reps this year? I do think so. It's a uh, podcast. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> huh? Uh, Channel 4 News for Jackson is going live on YouTube right now. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't. Nope. You should have been there. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me finish up right here. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you. Um, all right, and Clayton Rodball wants to know, Khalil Jackson get more reps this year. That is somebody, you know, Jack Miller pointed out uh, as a player. And I've seen a few highlights here and there. And, you know, maybe he could crack the rotation. I mean, because, look, wide receiver position, there's some, there's some chance, right? There's absolutely some chance. So, uh, Khalil Jackson, you know, a lot, of, a lot because of – a lot because, you know, he is – how you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? I'm getting Okay. All Sounds right. good. Um, you know, he um, goes um, as a – how you doing, man? Um, yeah, and getting, getting getting some hellos, too. So, uh, got to go mingle a bit, too, for, for here. But, yeah, Khalil Jackson, I can see, wide receiver position, absolutely a a place where anybody can make headway behind a Pearsall, Henderson, a Caleb Douglas – Jaquavion Frazier's, you know, there, there, there's some, there's some room there, you know. Besides Pierce Hall, I think there's some moves even with the experienced guys, but you got some freshmen here that I think is going to push that group, as you know, we've mentioned all spring long. And yeah, maybe even a chance for a Khalil Jackson, maybe to get some reps out there. So I, I do think there's a chance for, I do think there's a chance for more reps uh, right there for Khalil Jackson as a starter, probably not, but I could, I could see him, you know. What, maybe 15, maybe stretching it 20 range, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I, I think there is an opportunity just because of what Florida has for depth 
at the position of wide receiver. So, all right, there we go. Let me go get ready for uh, Billy Napier speaking to the media and go say hello to, to a lot of people walking in here. Everybody, thanks for and the impromptu. I didn't, I didn't know what the internet situation was going to be like here, so I didn't want to pub this too much just in case it didn't work. Uh, but glad, you know, on short notice that you guys were able to hop in right here uh, and check out, you know, Brandon and what these guys are doing here uh, for the Clay County Gators. Big night for them with Billy Napier coming to speak to the club and, you know, uh, fellow Gator fans around the area and also all these questions uh, that came flying in from Gators Breakdown Plus members. Go join if you haven't done so yet. Link will be in the description, of course, uh, to join Gators Breakdown Plus. But that would do it right here uh, for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Everybody, thanks for hopping on.